It's that time of the year again. The one that marks us as Christians out from anybody else on the planet that we celebrate. Let me just thank you, those who supported the Holy Week services this week. Impressed, but really appreciate that. And those who were there yesterday at Boyfield Gardens for Easter Connections. It's great that we still have a message to proclaim and pray for our town here in Presswick that the resurrection life of Jesus Christ just invades our planet and our locality particularly. We love Easter. It's fantastic. It's incredible, you know. It celebrates the most incredible historic event in the history of mankind since we were created. No, to me, there's, there's three, there's a lot of incredible moments, but there's three that just wow me. Just incredible. One, God spoke and the world was created. How wow is that? He just spoke. God spoke. Look at creation. Look at stars. God spoke and creation happened. That's wow. That's wow. And there's a time in the future when Jesus is going to return and the dead in Christ are going to rise and those who are alive are going to get caught up to meet them together in the air. Wow. 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 I mean, how how does God do that? It's wow. But you know what? I don't want to worship a God I can understand. I want a God who blows my mind. I want to worship a God who goes way, way, way beyond me. You know, in that creation, it's wow. The day's coming when Jesus will return and will come up. Wow. In between those two dates, there was a day when God took on flesh in the form of Jesus. He came to planet Earth. He left heaven to take on human form. We'll never fully appreciate how humbling that was. But more than that, then he walked about. He healed people. He done good. He loved people. He brought peace, joy, love, assurance. He performed miracles. And yet, he was betrayed by one of those who was closest to him. All he did was good. And yet one of his closest friends betrayed him. Sold him for 30 pieces of silver. The people they helped rejected him. Rejected him. Turned their back on him. They get beaten to a pulp at a whipping post. Get hung on a cross with nails in his hands. And by doing he brought me salvation. He made us right with God. He made us justified. He made us accepted. He took the punishment for every sin of every person, of who, every generation who has ever lived and whoever will live. And one Friday afternoon, he took all the punishment. He says, I'll take it. Instead of the billions of people through history and beyond, instead of them being punished, Jesus says, I'll take that 
punishment. I'll take all the sins and all the weight of your sins and the punishment of Almighty God. I'll take it on a cross for every one of you. You know, if creation's a wow and his return's a wow, that's a wow beyond all wows that Jesus would prepare to do that for me. And then when he was hung and beaten to a pulp and thorns on his head, and then his physical weakness, wait, wait, he did. He went and he took the keys of death, hell, and the grave, and he caused them to be defeated forever. And he rose victorious forever and forever and forever and forever. Wow, 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 what an incredible Jesus we have. Wow. And if you don't feel a wow every time you hear that story, then go and speak to somebody. No wonder we sing songs like Amazing Love. How can it be that you, my God, would die for me? No wonder we sing, I stand amazed in the presence of Jesus the Nazarene. Wonder how he could love me, a sinner condemned unclean. How marvelous, how wonderful. I my song shall ever be. How marvelous, how wonderful is my Savior's love for me. Wow. We have a wow, God. Easter is a wow time. But as we look back 2,000 years or so ago, it's easy for us to celebrate it. But back then, put your picture on the sh- or yourself in the shoes of those women who came to that tomb that day. David already shared this down the beach, so forget everything he said down the beach this morning. I'm reading from Matthew 28. Early on Sunday morning, as a new day was drawing, dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went out to visit the tomb. Suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven, rolled aside the stone, and sat on it. <laughs> that's funny. That's victory. Rolled away the stone, I'll just sit on it. You're nothing. You're nothing. You're nothing. I'm just going to sit on you. His face shone like lightning, and his clothing was as white as snow. The guards shook with fear when they saw him, and they fell into a dead faint. Then the angel spoke to the woman. Don't be afraid, he said. I know you're looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He isn't here. He is risen from the dead. Just as he said would happen. Come see where his body was lying. And now go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And he is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there. Remember what I've told you. The women ran quickly from the tomb. They were very frightened, but also filled with great joy. And they rushed to give the disciples the angel's message. And as they went, Jesus met them and greeted them. And they ran to him, grasped his feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, don't be afraid. Go tell my brothers to leave for Galilee. And they will see me there. No, I think there's a title for this message, and it's What's New? And if the person beside you said pussycat there, just give them a nudge and say, you need to stop that. Okay, refocus on what this is about. What's new? I thought there was something incredible in you. I was a new worship leader. I thought, that's new. (laughs) Maybe next week, then again. There'll be enough of you praying this week that it won't happen. <clears throat> but what's new? First of all, it's a new day. Love that first verse is early on Sunday morning, 
as the new day was dawning. I don't know. See, when I just read that phrase, something stirred within me. Okay, early on Sunday morning, as the new day was dawning. Wow. Mary, Magdalene, and another mate went to visit the tomb. Both of them on Spotify, listened to Michael Bublé saying, it's a new dawn, it's a new day. <laughs> no, they weren't. <coughs> they were in despair. They were distraught. They were in disappointment. They were downcast. Jesus had died. They're going to the tomb. They're going to a place of death. They're going to mourn and going to a place of death. But you know what? It was Easter Sunday. The message of Easter Sunday is it's a new day. It's a new day. There's life after death. But I want to tell you that's more than just physical resurrection or spiritual resurrection. The message of Easter Sunday means that no matter what you've gone through, no matter what you're going through, there is a new day. There's a new day of hope that Jesus rise to give us. I understand the pain that loss can bring. I know if you've lost a loved one, the grief is real. But you know but Jesus rose to give a new day of comfort and peace and joy. I know you've come through serious illness, but there's a new day of health and healing in Jesus Christ. I know you've messed up and you've blown it and you feel it can never be the same again, but there's a new day of restoration. I know you feel as if your world has collapsed, but there's a new day of recovery because Jesus rose from the dead. I know you've maybe been defeated by the same issue time after time after time, but you know there's a new day of victory. There's a new day of victory in your life. No, I, I was at an event this week where uh, there was a film shown. I'm not saying go and watch this film. It's an old film. It's a Scottish film, and um, it was about a football match. Don't switch off if you don't like football. I'm not going to talk about football, but it was called The Match. It was set in a Scottish village called Inverdoon. I don't think there is a place. It was actually filmed in Straton in Ayrshire. But the gist of the story was this. There was a bet taken, I'm not encouraging you to bet either, by two friends. They owned different pubs 100 years ago. One was called Le Bistro. Another one was called Benny's Bar. Okay, so you get the contrast here. Uh, Benny's Bar and Le Bistro. Uh, and two guys who owned them made a bet that they would play each bar. Each bar would have a football match every year. And on the 100th match, I mean, they weren't going to be alive. On the 100th match, the loser had to give up their bar to the other. The truth is, Benny's Bar had lost 99 years in a row. 99 years in a row, and the build-up was coming to this 100th March, match. And there was no way they thought they could win. They were in devastation, because the bar was more than a bar. It was a life. It was where they met, all the rest of it. It was, it was devastation, because this was the year where if the other team win, they're going to bulldoze it, and it's going to make it a car park for their bistro type of thing. But uh, I was just gripped by the manager of this team who had lost 99 times in a row. Obviously not the same players, but 99 years of pain. And he said this, we've been defeated 99 times. What's this effect? But one victory will rid, will demolish, will wipe away those 99 years. He said, you've been defeated 99 times. He says, but one victory will change and make those 99 defeats of none effect. 
the reality is that we can beat at half time, but then there's somebody appeared who was a professional football player on their side, and they ended up winning. A champion came and caused them to win, and their own strength they couldn't do it. And you know, I thought about my Jesus, and we've all been defeated by the same things many, many times. But it only came, it only needed one victory. It only needed one victory over hell, over sin, over death and the grave. And all those 99 mess-ups you've had in life and those same mistakes, they don't need to hang about you anymore because it's one victory that Jesus, they couldn't do it. They needed that star player to come and do it. And we needed our Jesus. We couldn't help ourselves. We're sinners. We messed up. But you know what? It doesn't matter how many times you're defeated. It doesn't matter how many times you've let yourself down. You've messed up. I want to tell you, there's a champion who's come into our world and he's given us one victory. And that victory that he has given and imparted to us causes all those defeats, all those mistakes, all those mess-ups, all them to be disappeared because they come under his blood and his grace is sufficient for every problem. I want to tell you today, the new day of Easter means it doesn't matter how many times you've been defeated. This is a new day of victory because Jesus died and rose to give you his victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The times you maybe feel today, your world's in darkness, but you know, it's a new day of light. If you read the story of Genesis and the creation, you probably do at some point, it says this, the earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. God saw that the light was good. That was the first day of the first week ever. Just think about it. On the first day of the first week ever, darkness reigned. It was there. But God said, let there be light, and the light dispelled the darkness. Flip forward. On the first day of this week, in Easter, the first day of the week, darkness reigned over these two women's lives and all the disciples' lives. But you know what happened? The light of the world rose and shone light to defeat the darkness and the doom and despair of the world. And just as in creation on the first day of the week, Light came, dispelled the darkness. I want to tell you, in the first day of that first Easter time, after the Sabbath, that early in the Sunday morning, the light of the world, Jesus says, I am the light of the world. John says, the light shines in darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. The light of the world, and there, these women were in darkness, they were in despair, they were in despondency, but they found out that there was a risen Christ, and the light of their world was changed forever because of Jesus rising. Light of the world for us stepped into darkness. Open my eyes, let me see. Beauty that makes us harder on you. Hope of our lives spent with you. My prayer to you today is for those who feel they're in despair and darkness. It's a new day and it's a new day of light and health and hope and joy and peace in your world. It's also a new direction. Easter brings a new direction. It doesn't just mean a new day to give us hopes, a new direction for our life. The angel speaks to the woman and says, I know you're looking for Jesus who was crucified. He isn't here. He's risen from the dead. I, you're walking on a journey towards death and defeat, in a place of defeat and despair. But you know what? It's a new day. It's a new day. What you've been walking to, Mary's, you've been walking to that place of defeat, that place where you're just going to Focus on death. But it's a new day. And you're going to turn around. 
and you're going to walk in new direction. And you're going to walk in newness of life. You're going to walk in resurrection life. Your life's heading for a new direction. You've come to a place of death. And it says that the angel says, I like it, says, no, come and see. Come and have a look. Come and have a look here, ladies. I want you to have a look here. Look, okay? Then he's basically saying, no, don't stay there. Okay? I just want you to know and remember. It says, if remember this day, remember this moment. You've been in death. You've been walking in death, walking in defeat. And I want you to just focus on this for a moment and recognize this is the last. This is your last day. This is your last day where you're walking to death. You're walking in darkness. You're walking in defeat. And I want you to look at this tomb. And I want you to remember this tomb. I don't want you to stay at this tomb. I don't want you to stay in despair. I don't want you to stay in defeat. But I want you to have a look in and recognize you don't need to stay here any longer. Jesus isn't here any longer. Your direction has changed. You've come this way, but you can back another way, and you can back into it, and you're walking in a newness of life. You know, when Jesus was born, the wise men came to see him. And if you know the story, if you read the scripture, it says they went home a different route. Once you've seen Jesus, when you've seen Jesus who's alive, you don't walk the same anymore. You don't walk with the same purpose anymore. You've got a new direction in life. You don't live. You've got a new perspective in life. You've got no, a new way to live. Jesus is alive. Many can testify that Christ has risen from the dead. And you don't walk that way. I don't live the way I used to walk. I don't live for my next fix. I don't live to make the next million in my life. I don't live for my own self-gratification. I don't live just so I can make my name for myself. I don't uh, live just so that I can be famous. I don't live for that anymore. I don't live in despair and defeat anymore. I live a new way. My life's taking a new direction. I live for the glory of God. I live for the purpose of God. I live to honor the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I live with meaning. I live with purpose. I live the way that God intended me to live. Not because of I'm alive, but because Jesus is alive. Ladies, that's the end. Come and have a look, but don't stay there. We are moving on. We are moving on from here. And you don't need to come back here. There's no point going back there. There's nothing to see back there. There's nothing there. I'll just drag you back, but there's nothing there. That's not your future. This is your future. Go and meet the risen Christ of God. And I want to tell you, no matter where your life has been heading up to now, there's a risen Christ who says you can give you a new direction, a new purpose, and a new meaning to your life. It doesn't matter how many times you've been written off. It doesn't matter how many times you've been told you'll never make it, you'll never do it. Never mind how many times you've told yourself, I'm a, I'm a mess up and I'm never going to make it anymore. God can come into your life and give you a new direction because of Jesus. He can give you a new direction in life. And he says he's going ahead of you into Galilee. You know, and the only way to enjoy that resurrection life is to do what he tells you. I love what he says here. I'm going to, he's going ahead of you into Galilee. I love that. See, the beauty of the resurrection is before, and I walked my own way, I, I followed myself, my own inclinations, my own ideas, my will for my life. But then just say, here is, he's going ahead of you. Just follow him. And the beauty is, Jesus has even gone to death ahead of us. So when the psalmist says, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, even though I get through the darkest valley, you know what? You've already gone ahead of me. And he's gone ahead to prepare a way for you. There's a clue in the word follow. If you follow him, he know, you know there's a way he's made. If Jesus has gone there, he can take you there. 
You go in a new direction. You can live your own way, or you can live for Jesus and his way. And the band are going to come up. Seems they haven't been away that long, but they can come back up. Unless you want me to lead this last song, Scott. I am open to it. Okay. Easter brings a new day, a new direction for you, but it brings a new delight as well. The women ran quickly from the tomb. They were very frightened. So would you have been. I'd have been frightened. I'd have been frightened, but also filled with great joy. No, that's mixed emotions. I mean, we live with mixed emotions. In a world which is not perfect, we can live with mixed emotions. But Easter Sunday means means the joy can be greater than any other emotion that we have. And amongst the confusion of life, Peter writes this, though you've not seen him, you love him, and even though you don't see him now physically, you believe in him, and you are filled with inexpressible and glorious joy. On Friday, he was a man of sorrows. And let's never forget Friday. Man of sorrows, what a name the old hymn writer says. Isaiah 53 paints an incredible picture. He was despised and rejected. A man of sorrows, acquainted with the deepest grief. We turned our backs on him and looked the other way. He was despised and we did not care. That should bring sorrow to our hearts. Because we can be included in that. Because Isaiah wrote that way before Calvary, but it was a picture of mankind and us. We turned our backs to him. But you know what is incredible? When he turned our backs to him, he turned his face to us. He turned and looked on us with love and grace and mercy. Friday is man of sorrows. And we shouldn't forget Friday. But we don't live in Friday. We live in the joy of Sunday. Paul writes to Corinthians says, If you didn't rise, we're the most pitiful, most miserable creatures on planet Earth. Because you're still dead in our sins. And Paul basically says, we have to be pitied. We're pathetic if Jesus didn't rise from the dead. But, he says, Christ has now risen from the dead and become the first fruits. Yes, life can be frightful and confusing comes, confusion can rain and we all get wet at times, but amongst everything, Sunday's joy. The joy of knowing Jesus. The joy of knowing that our sins are forgiven. The joy of knowing that we're right with God. The joy of knowing when we leave planet Earth, we've got an eternity in heaven with Him. You know, when John records about Jesus risen Christ meeting the disciples, he says he showed them his wounds in his hands and his side. And they were filled with joy when they saw the Lord. This morning, you can be filled with joy unspeakable. Joy unspeakable, joy and overflowing well, no tongue can tell. Listen, if Easter's for the whole year, so's Christmas for the whole year. Okay. We are meant. Jesus rose not to make us miserable and focus on Friday, but he rose to bring joy, a joy 
a joy that goes right into the depths of our being, a joy of knowing even if things are not going right, there's a joy in my heart because Jesus is alive. And as they went, Jesus met them. As they were obedient, Jesus met them. And they rejoiced, they saw the risen Christ. Can we stand for a moment? We thank God for Friday. But we don't worship Christ on the cross. We thank God we worship a risen Christ who rose to bring a new day into our life. A new day. No matter where you've been, Easter Sunday says it's a new day. All the mess-ups, wherever you be, it's a new day of hope, of life, of victory. It's a new day. It's a new direction. We don't live in death anymore. We don't live heading for our own fulfillment. God's come and changed us around and given us a new purpose, a new meaning, a new way to walk, a new direction, a new purpose. And he's come to give a new delight, a joy of knowing him. A joy that knowing that that eternal salvation is secure in him. This morning, I don't know everybody in here, maybe you've never experienced that joy of knowing Jesus as your saviour. Maybe you're watching online. Maybe it's Easter Sunday and you've just tuned into church, you've just come to church. I'm going to pray a prayer and if, if that's you and you want to accept this Jesus as your saviour because he died for you and he rose to give you that new life. Just say this prayer. Father God, I thank you for Easter. Thank you that Jesus died for my sins on Good Friday. He took my punishment. Thank you, Jesus, that you were prepared to accept my punishment and replace my sin with your grace, your forgiveness, your mercy. Thank you, Father God, that you so loved the world that you gave your only son that whoever believes in him will not perish have everlasting life today I recognize you died for me Jesus and ask you to come and be my personal savior thank you for dying thank you for rising to ensure that I can get that new life that you promised if you did pray that prayer and you really mean it and you, we want to help you just please come to a connection point at the end and somebody will speak with you and you can begin the greatest journey that you've ever embarked on. And if you're watching online, please connect and click the button. It will take you to a place where we can connect with you. But I want to pray for us all. We're all going through different things. But the beauty of our God is that he sees right into every heart. Father, I pray that for those who need this to be a new day, that they'll recognize that this is a new day for them. Father God, no matter what's happened, the despair, the defeats, Father, help us walk in that resurrection, victorious life today. Thank you that you, Jesus, dealt with our 99, nine million and nine mistakes and hang-ups, and your one victory is cast them aside so that we can walk in your victory. Help us to live and walk in that. Help us to walk in that new direction and purpose you've got for our lives. 
And Father, I pray for those who are particularly hurting and in pain, that the joy of the Lord will be their strength. That you'll give them a new delight in knowing that you're for them, you're going before them, and you're giving them a joy which is unspeakable and full of glory. Amen.